Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our show. Today we discuss about digital marketing, about tips, trends, and many other things. We, we are going to touch more about SEO, how you can create the right strategy, how you can get results, and many, many other valuable tips and insights. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Ali Jafar Zia. How are you? Hey, Anatoly. How are you? Uh... Thank you so much for inviting me and it's an honor being here. Yeah, big pleasure, big pleasure. I love learning. I love getting new insights, ideas, trends. Many people think that I have this podcast for the sake of growing my audience. No way, guys. I'm learning. I'm learning with you because, you know, I found you can't be an expert, because, but you can have the goal to develop, innovate, update your skills because marketing is a quickly changing world. Now, many things are coming. You need to adapt. You need to analyze. If you stop, then you are not marketed. <laughs> okay, Ali, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about your great ideas. Yeah, so um, first of all, uh, I'm, I'm basically from Pakistan. I came to the US in 2014. And uh, since then, it's been a roller coaster ride. So basically, I started my career in uh, digital marketing back in 2010 when I was writing content for a company based in US. So I started from there, and uh, I have grown up. I have ramped up uh, with time. I have uh, ended up my career as a chief marketing officer. But after that, I started my own marketing agency, which was always there on the side as a side hustle. But then I thought that now is the time to go fully live in, into my dream and passion. So, yeah, right now I am um, the owner and founder of my digital marketing agency based in Salt Lake City, Utah, Utah State. And uh, it's a digital maxima. And we are growing with every uh, day and things are looking good. Uh, the online marketing space is very competitive. It is growing. So you need to be competitive in your field in order to survive in this field, right? So it's been a very interesting and challenging ride and I am up for it. Nice, nice. Awesome, awesome. Ali, let's talk about uh, creating the right strategy. I think all things start from strategy. I found a study uh, in Digital Marketing Institute uh, about uh, uh, that, you know, interesting, 36% uh, of companies only have a documented content strategy. Many others, most companies ignore it and they just chase high uh, volume keywords, they don't know what yeah. to do or just replicate their competitors. Uh, it's not a good idea because uh, if something uh, worked many years ago, it doesn't work today because of uh, huge competition at any niche. Can you tell how to create this uh, digital marketing strategy before doing something? Yeah, first of all, you're absolutely right. The long tail keywords, they have a much higher conversion rate as uh, compared to the other small 
tail keyword, like one or two words or even three, because everybody is trying to hit for those keywords. Then it's hard for you to get a bail on that. So I totally agree with that. Um, so whenever we onboard a client, they ask us like, hey, we want sales and leads. They don't know about SEO. They'll just ask us, hey, we want sales and leads. So as a agency owner, it is our job to explain it to them and to uh, strategize on our end, how are we going to achieve their goal? So what we do is that we understand their marketing challenges, what their goals are, what their website looks like. Is it uh, competitive enough? Do we want to make changes on the website? And then we do a competitor analysis. What other keywords, what other competitors are uh, doing in, in the space, in the niche they're in, and what keywords they are trying to hit for. So uh, based on that, we come up with a, a strategy. For example, for uh, if it's an automotive uh, shop owner, body shop owner, and he, he has a store in Houston, so uh, he wants to target uh, 25 miles radius of his store. So for his scenario, we can't go live. We can't go statewide. We can't uh, uh, advertise him as a national business because it's not going to help him. And at the end of the day, he's going to ask us, hey, where are my leads and re revenue? So we come up with a strategy based on the needs. So we come up with a local SEO strategy. We have to have a strong Google business listing. We have to optimize the site based on the local keywords. We have to write articles uh, targeting the, the uh, local interests of that area. And most importantly, gen generate backlinks, which are coming from sites which are connected to that hometown of that shop owner. So. It's, it's, it's all about increasing credibility of that business in that specific area. So our strategy revolves around how to build credibility. And uh, for that, we do the keyword research. We will uh, research the competitors, what they're doing, as I said, and all the things that I've mentioned. You know, once uh, I spoke with a master, and um, he told me he lost uh, 400,000 traffic, you know, uh, because Google dropped ranking positions for his website. So, uh, uh, but he didn't lose any sales. So he got a huge traffic, a lot of traffic, but this traffic didn't convert. Can you tell how to unite your strategy with uh, buying persona, with your unique selling proposition, you mentioned that long tail keywords can sell out much better. So can, can you tell how to do I know that these keywords that I choose for my content plan will sell in the end? Yeah, first of all, stop focusing on the things that don't matter. So your content, your strategy of your website, you have to be very sharp and laser focused on who your uh, target audience is. And uh, are you able to communicate with your content, with your website, with your social media posts, 
and everything like are you able to talk to them uh, in a very transparent way uh, if that is going good then you have to work on the search intent the search intent is very important it's like uh, you have to make sure that you are trying to answer all the possible questions the user may ask all those questions even which he hasn't asked so if uh, uh, somebody's trying to search in google uh, best soccer shoes so that's a very generic keyword best soccer shoes does not uh, entirely mean that he's going to buy uh, with that keyword combination so try the long tail keywords best soccer shoes in salt lake best soccer shoes that last longer long lasting best soccer shoes so these are the combinations you have to so that additional keyword is going to uh, specify a very sales oriented keyword searcher and uh, you can uh, you can um, add these keywords on, on your website as well and uh, target people who are trying to search these things Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about uh, priorities. You know, I see when uh, webmasters, uh, you know, when they try to cover a lot more than having resources. And uh, we know that less but quality is key. So uh, when you have a, a huge list of keywords, but you have only a few writers in your team who can uh, provide uh, or create high quality content how to choose priorities how do i know that these keywords are better you know it's better to create content for them like brandin you know uh, he creates one piece of content i don't know about today but uh, before selling backlinko.com uh, he created uh, a piece of content a month and got huge traffic a lot of traffic because of focusing on specific topics uh, he created uh, super high quality content can you tell about priorities how to choose the right keywords in the your right keywords. Plan? yeah so when 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 you're using tools for keyword research it is going to show in that tool what is the monthly search volume of that keyword so that is going to tell you if the competitiveness is high, medium, or low. So that is the first indication of how you can tell if this keyword is search more or less. Then there's a bidding strategy indicator, which is called the average CPC, the cost per click on that keyword. How much will Google Ads charge you in advertisement for this keyword? If that cost amount is high, it is an automatic indicator that this keyword is very authentic people are using this and it may be beneficial for you if you use it organically as well so and and also having said all this uh, although the high cpc cost or the high monthly search volume they may seem that it's a very uh, lucrative keyword but it may be harder for you to rank on those keywords. So as I said in the start, using long tail keywords are more beneficial for businesses since it's easier to rank on them. It takes less time and uh, there is less competition on that.
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about, um, you know, digital marketing is huge. We have many different directions, social media, paid marketing, ACO, uh, name them, including audio podcast that we have right now. Let's talk about uh, choosing the right channel. iPhone, for example, many companies, they uh, try to replicate competitors. If competitors are good on YouTube, they jump on YouTube without experience or even uh, passion to film videos. Today, you can go ahead without passion you, uh, if you have no experience. So uh, for me, it's more important to consider your strong side. For example, if I'm good with writing, why I need to film videos? It's better to write, you know, for your blog, for uh, social media. If you're good with filming, so just film, you know, you can find a lot of customers on YouTube. Can you tell how to choose the right channel? Uh, Because um, I know some companies that uh, have no good results with SEO, but they can get results from from TikTok, from LinkedIn. No, it it depends on their uh, channels. So any insights how to find the right channel? Yeah, so um, first of all, how I see it as every social channel is like a, a like a different human being, and every human has a, a different personality. When you talk to him, you have to uh, understand what is the nature of that human being. So then, uh, for for example, uh, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all of them are different humans. And uh, you have to engage uh, differently for each uh, channel. Even the uh, size of the content images can't be the same on every channel. The video formatting is not the same. So that explains you, like you have to treat them uh, differently. Uh, First of all, how to choose the right channel? You have to understand what your goal is. Uh, are, are you there for sales? Are you there for engagement? Are you there to build a community? So you have to be laser focused on that. What are you here for? And based on that, you can choose a channel. Um, also, what I can say is that uh, see what your strength is. Like, are you very good and strong at creating videos if you are then instagram reels are good for you then uh tiktok is good for you are if you are a good at creating infographics then linkedin might be a thing for you if you are looking to build communities and groups and channels and collecting like-minded individuals then facebook might be a good fit for you so it it all depends based on your needs. Uh, you have to understand what each channel offers, and then you can shake hand accord- accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. I couldn't agree more with that because uh, I think uh, when you have some strengths, it's better to double the your energy with the strengths than try to yeah. fix your uh, weak side. Um, yeah. Of course, if you are passion without uh, about your big side why not you, you can go ahead it, it takes time with patience to achieve some results uh okay ali let's get back to aco you know uh, aco is huge as well uh, uh and can you tell uh how to find 
something in SEO that impacts more. For example, you know, uh, we have content, link building, technical optimization, uh, user experience. Uh, so, uh, and uh, once I spoke with a master uh, who told me uh, uh, that um, in, in their company, they don't use link building at all but the traffic plus a million people you know a lot of traffic so uh, and i ask why why you don't use link building because they have no time with that uh, and they pay attention to create uh, content high quality content so it works for them uh, many experts can tell uh, seo doesn't work without link building you need to have link building uh, and i think it depends it depends on your benchmark for example if you have authority if you have some backlinks probably you don't need them so can you tell how to measure the impact of uh, different seo methods and uh, for example i found uh, it's not good idea try to uh, fix everything in seo for example if you can uh, write awesome text uh, probably you don't need design like wikipedia like investopedia no because they uh, have value uh, in their context uh, and they <laughs> don't uh, use link building uh, at all so any insights about choosing yeah. the right strengths in SEO? The right strengths, yeah. Uh, so you have asked so many questions in one question, so I'll try to answer one by one. So <laughs> okay. if I remember what you asked, so you said like, um, what are the uh, what are the indicators of how to measure? SEO? Yeah, you, you can you can start uh, to uh, list uh, from your experience to list imp uh, impact of SEO algorithms your list yeah so based on the recent google uh, changes in the year 2022 uh, they have updated the algorithm based on the user experience and uh, how the content is treating the visitor so basically what it what is trying to say what google is trying to say like uh, are you providing the uh, the visitor with all the information that he might be or he might not be in, interested in. So covering all the angles is very important. Um, so what's the key performance indicator for me is the average user time spent on the page. So Google can even track if the site is opened, how long does the user stays at a certain uh, height of a of a web page and how long does he stays there and then he goes down and then what is the exit ratio so that is the engagement how how, how many times uh, does a user clicks on a call to action does he get his need fulfilled or not so these are small indicators which uh, Google is trying to see now uh, to see if the user experience is good or not. If if it finds like out of 100 people who came onto the web page through organic searches, if more than half of the people are spending a relatively good amount of time on the web page, it is an automatic sign that this page has something to do with those keywords that were being searched and when, when the people came to that page, they were satisfied, right? 
so the level of satisfaction is something that google is going to see now in the in the years to come and that mm -hmm. could be through any means if you're if you have videos if you have uh, animated images or infographics i think these are the things that can capture the attention of the user and it, it can increase the average time that a user spends on the web page mm -hmm. okay uh, you know uh, let me share my story uh, 12 years ago when i started my seo journey uh, mm -hmm. i created my online project and uh, what i did i hired a team of uh, copywriters who wrote about anything that will that worked well now google ranked all our content we got traffic uh, then things changed and we uh, adapted to new challenges uh, and during some time uh, uh, we changed approaches to write text today we uh, hire uh, experts specialists in specific niche for example for seo blog or digital marketing book uh, marketers need to write text not uh, people who can write about anything because jack yeah. of all trades master of none uh, yeah. can you tell how to find responsible copywriters who can write great text for your blog because you know uh, i uh, i see this big issue with my clients with my audience who uh, pay attention to create high quality products but they have no time or experience to write text or or create content any insights about finding the right copywriters yes so that that is a very valid question and we used to have this issue in the start where we were like unsure like is this writer will uh, going to be able to write in this niche or not so it resulted in a uh, bad content quality at the end of the day which is going to be uh, a very hurting for the agency so what i have come up with what can uh, solve this issue is that you have to train your writers you have to invest in them for example if you know that in, in the health healthcare industry you have five or seven clients you hire a writer you, uh, you educate them in that niche they research on an everyday basis what's happening what's new in this niche what competitors are doing what blogs or uh, pages are ranking just analyze the pages which are ranking right now i think that is the best and easiest way to understand uh, what works in seo just see what google is putting on the page number one in in the ranking one two three so once your writers are going to your writers have to jump on to something more than just being writers they have to be researchers and uh, they have to be they have to become a specialist in their field and uh, once you have those writers ready invest in them and then they will take care of those clients in that niche i think how, that's the way to go about it mm -hmm. and how to find them can you tell your methods oh, how, how to, to find, find writers <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh hiring people is just it's the same everywhere like you put job ads on linkedin and uh on indeed.com and everywhere so adding a job job post is the same everywhere uh while doing the interviews you have to see a, how 
creative this guy is ask for some samples uh make sure uh, whatever industry you are hiring for uh make sure that the writer has experience in that already so that there is less time to adapt to the new niche mm -hmm. yeah and uh, do you use upwork or, or ah linkedin yeah you are looking on yes. linkedin so i so we use linkedin and mm -hmm. indeed.com for hiring Mm -hmm. Ah, okay, got it, got it. Okay, Ali, uh, let's talk about uh, link building. Uh, can you tell uh, from your experience how to choose the right link building campaign? Because uh, I found uh, link builders usually use their strong sites as well. For example, if someone uh, is good with PR, he doesn't uh, use skyscraper technique or guest posting. Some link builders are good with uh, writing guest posts, you know, to for prominent websites. And I don't touch black hat SEO. I think it depends, you know, if you are good with black hat, just do it. You know, it's your uh, uh, option. But uh, for me, of course, it's better to use white hat SEO. Can you tell how to find methods that will work for specific projects? Yeah, so first of all, you uh, talked about black hat and white hat SEO. So on that, my feelings are that there is no such thing as black hat or white hat. There, but there is something that is the right way of doing SEO and the wrong way of doing SEO. So mm -hmm. I, I think it is very important for our listeners to know that uh, white hat is basically the right things, the things that actually Google recommends to do in, in SEO. And we should uh, always focus on those, even though they may take more time, but less is more, you know? Uh, even you get, you generate five backlinks every month, but if they're coming from a high domain authority website, uh, that is better than generating 100 bad links, you know? So uh, you said how to generate quality backlinks, uh, so, so it also depends upon uh, what your SEO strategy is. Are you uh, geographically uh, targeting a certain area or is this a national campaign or a global campaign? Uh, and do you have service pages on the website based on geographics, for example? For example, our website like uh, digitalmaximum.com slash Houston slash Salt Lake City slash LA, you know? So if it's uh, based on that. So every landing page, which is geographically targeted should receive geographic based backlinks. And how to find backlinks? It's, it's like there is no shortcut to that. First of all, don't use bots ever. Uh, there's no shortcuts you have to you have to take the long route. You have to personally talk to people, uh, engage with people, insist, uh, partner with people, ask them for backlinks, share any uh, goodies that you can offer to them or uh, and in return, they can offer you a backlink. Uh, the best way to go about it is try organic uh, techniques, uh, use 
content on your site that is so valuable that people can't retain themselves without sharing it. So uh, research and then write content for your website so your piece of content can be used as a reference for other websites. Also, um, mention other uh, websites in your uh, blogs and articles so that when they get a hunch that they are being mentioned somewhere, they will more most likely come and reshare your content. And that's a very good way to generate organic backlinks. Mm -hmm. uh, I have the question about mistakes. You know, uh, I usually uh, make mistakes in SEO and uh, I made a lot of mistakes. I keep doing them because it's part of the process. You need to learn yeah. from mistakes. I remember Elon Musk told about mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, you're not innovative enough. No, so uh, nobody knows what actually will work in the end, but we need to test to provide experiments. Sometimes we don't use data, just intuition, you know, because of experience that we have. So can you list common mistakes that companies still do today and your tips how to find a much better way? Yeah, so the most important uh, thing that companies should know and what they are uh, mistaken is that they think that generating backlinks is enough. So what they do is that they just start generating backlinks through their tools, which may be white hat or black hat, the right or wrong ways. But they think that generating backlinks is automatically going to help the website. It it does for a temporary period of time. It's not going to be long lasting. Once Google identifies the backlink source is not authentic or they are being generated from a source which is not Google recommended. The I've seen many websites, they see a spike in their traffic and then after five, seven months, they start coming down again. So it's better to have a very slow curve in the start rather than have that spike. Uh, so generating backlinks is not enough. Try to do a multi-channel marketing approach, which is uh, try to create at least six to eight pieces of good content on your website every month and uh, invest in that content, spend time, hire somebody specifically who can research and generate content that is worth sharing with the world so that they can reshare it. Um, and other than that, like you understand the no follow and do follow links. So even though no follow links uh, do not transfer the link juice, but it is good to generate nofollow links, uh, for example, through social media sites. Uh, social media sites are a good indicator to Google that if something is being appreciated by, by the masses or not. So be consistent in social media posting, although their backlinks are nofollow backlinks. But uh, don't think that because they are nofollow, then you uh, cannot be very active on that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, social media is uh, a channel not only for helping SEO. It's a separate channel. You know, you can mm-hmm. get sales on social uh, media. You can get results on social media. And people spend 30 minutes a day on social media. So um, I think, of course, uh, uh, social media presence can help SEO. It's indirect factor. But, you know, the impact is phenomenal because uh, 75% of customers check out social media profiles. Some of them are looking for discounts. Some of them want to know about your company. So if you have loyal audience on social media uh, and people don't know to buy from you or not, they can open your profile and see, okay, you have followers, you have content, you have engagement. So people trust you. And exactly. it's a good reason to buy from you, to and it, trust you as well. And exactly. it can also be the other way around. People may find you on social media first, and then they can Google your name later, and then find your website, and then buy from you. So it, it can be both ways. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, let's talk about web development. You know, uh, I usually hired experts on in Ukraine, Uh, But right now it's uh, a little bit hard in Ukraine, the problems with electricity, many other things uh, because of this uh, Russia invasion. But, you know, I decided to search for new markets as well. And uh, I found great web developers in India and Pakistan. I never thought that we have great web developers in uh, these countries. I felt like uh, uh, in East Europe is the best place, but uh, I was wrong. (laughs) So can you tell uh, if someone want to outsource specialists, uh, you know, because SEO, it's not only about creating content. We need to have website. We need to optimize website with technical optimization. And for that, we need to have great web developers. And many great web developers are in India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. So can you tell, uh, do you cooperate outsource uh, specialists in uh, these countries? And Can you tell how to choose uh, the right web developers? Because I don't want to tell that someone is bad or uh, good, uh, but uh, of course uh, it depends. And uh, someone uh, is ready to take uh, projects, someone is not, they need to learn more. Any insights about that? Yeah, so my hometown is Pakistan, as I said in the start. So Mm -hmm. I use this. as like a great resource and it has helped me scale my agency in the US. Uh, we, we, we do have uh, developers in the US, but when we get uh, some uh, extraordinary amount of orders and stuff, then we do outsource our things uh, to in India, Pakistan as well. We use Upwork and um, I will have to say that people in Pakistan are amazing and they are a great resource they are very skillful and they will work for you at a very reasonable price Um, so you you just have to be very open-minded with them uh, what you are trying to achieve be clear in the milestones make sure you are explaining them what you want from this assignment or uh, project and what uh time frame and uh 
like if they're on time if they're doing stuff right and if you have the funds or always try to give them like 30 50 dollars extra and they'll be happy for the next assignment as well like i have personally experienced that i have created long lasting relationships on upwork i've even hired people out of upwork later like the relationship initiated on upwork but the the project went so well that we had to hire that guy for long-term projects so uh the best way is to in the start interview them thoroughly take two three interviews ask them for references ask them for a portfolio and don't shy away from people who don't have any uh previous experience they might have tons of experience and skill set but uh but their upwork profile may not be as uh, big as you would expect to hire uh, mm-hmm. somebody from so try to take that risk sometimes it it's something that can really work well for you mm-hmm. okay ali i have the final question uh, i have students in my network who are looking for ways how to learn how to grow even some customers you know i i usually get Uh, better results with someone who understands SEO. So if they understand, we can go ahead together uh, to because it's not only about providing services, it's more about to work as a cohesive team now uh, for uh, the same goals. Especially uh, SEOs are not magicians. <laughs> we can't get results without great content, without uh, branding, many other things. So Uh, let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. What will you do today to learn more about SEO? Yeah, so I started from scratch and then it was just experience. Like doing, as you said, doing mistakes is your biggest uh, source of uh, encouragement. Like at least you are trying something. That is why you fail. Failures lead to learning new things. So uh, if I was to start my uh, digital marketing career right now, what I will do is that I will find a mentor online or if I, I know somebody in my circle, I have to attach myself, assign myself to that guy or girl and then take tips and then do my personal research and implementation of the things I will learn. So it is going to be a two-way street. Um, whatever you do, you share with your mentor and uh, he will guide you. So how this helps is that the person who is uh, teaching you with will save you time uh, because in his experience, he will exactly tell you, like, avoid these five, seven things and it will help you save time. Uh, do not forget to take risks like uh, like for example if you're trying to learn ppc for example pay pay-per-click advertisement try starting your own ads account experiment try to run an ad on your personal uh, profile see if you're able to generate some traffic for your site so uh, 
invest in yourself. Uh, don't hesitate, hesitate to experiment. Try to find a mentor and uh, hustle every day. Do research every day. Nice, nice. Awesome. Love it, love it. Ali, it's a big pleasure to get in my show, to learn from you. Tell our audience the best way how to reach out to you, how to learn more about you, how to follow you. Uh, well, the easiest way to reach out to me is through LinkedIn, or you can just simply go to my website, alijafarzia.com, A-L-I-J-A-F-F-A-R-Z-I-A.com, and you will find all the resources there in order to meet me. Or nice, nice. Me. Guys, you can find the links in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. My big pleasure. Love all you. your valuable insights. Guys, you need to follow Ali on social media, on LinkedIn. You need to open his website. And thanks again for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.